As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. I see. Oh, we're going to uh, give away money in about uh, 15 minutes. That's right. It's the inflation bonus. Inflation. We're doing our part to feed oh. more money into the economy. Isn't that going to add to inflation? <laughs> Is this iHeart printed money to have the picture of the iHeart president <laughs> on the... If they... uh, yeah, yeah, you can win with the keyword. Yeah. That's right. right. That's exciting. 15 minutes, and uh, we'll explain how to do that. All right. Uh, well, we've got a lot coming up this hour. we got a... Uh, a little bonus gift a couple of days late from Joe Biden's visit to California. Remember that last week and all the nonsense with the fundraisers? Yes. Well, uh, he did a couple of goodies. He dropped a couple of little uh, little bombs along the way. One was when he tried to give dating advice to a young woman in Orange County. A little creepy. And then uh, we did get the audio of him talking about the California gas prices. A reporter hit him with the gas price question. Yes. It's and a, it, somehow it's... Biden ends up talking about housing. Yeah. But on the way... He uh, says that the price has always been like that in California. Yeah, it's always high. Here. It's always you, seven. Leave me alone. I want my taco. It's all, always $7 a gallon. Uh, he is uh, preposterously senile. He <laughs> is like a walking cartoon. He's not prepared for that kind of question. No, I, I don't know why. But maybe, he answered it anyway in well, a bizarre well, fashion. He can't control himself. It's just amazing that they let him loose like that. But you know what? They, they're, they're all going to get a rude smack in the face in a few weeks. Uh, we'll play that audio. Speaking of a rude smack in a face, a new poll from Harvard Harris. Do you know them, John? Uh, Harvard University and Harris. Is that the old, uh, was, a, was that a polling organization years ago? Same name, well, I don't know. Yeah. 64% of Americans blame woke politicians for the country's ongoing spike in crime. The, the Less than a third felt the country was on the right track. A majority of Democrats, Republicans, and independents blame the crime on woke politicians yeah. rather than any other factors. The percentages were impressive. 75% of Republicans, 60% of independents, 52% of Democrats blame woke politicians. Well, you know when you've reached the Democrat voters, yep. you got a real problem. Well, because they're suffering the most. Because the worst crime is in the democratic cities. That's true. They they have to they have to live with this crap. Uh, this was two thousand registered voters. It was done online, and they waited for uh, gender, region, race, ethnicity, marital status, household size, income, employment. They said they did all that to try to keep it balanced and a real look at yeah. America's uh, feelings about crime right now. It is the number one thing that everybody I know is talking about. 
absolutely the number one thing, and and, and homelessness is is right there with it, and the two are connected. They're not talking about inflation. Um, a lot of people I know are talking about the prices. They're talking a lot about inflation too. Yeah, yeah. But and I, this I mean, is the reason the Democrats may get drubbed in November. Oh, yeah, they're they're going to get whacked around. The there there is a story uh, uh, about uh, in the National Review. Uh, one of the writers noticed that the newspaper, the Oregonian, actually endorsed the Democratic candidate for governor. And you know, in Oregon, they have a three-way race. Because another Democrat turned independent. She's a lot more moderate because she thinks the woke uh, Democrats have gone nuts. And then there's a Republican running. Now, a Republican hasn't won Oregon since 1982. But at the moment, the Republican is is winning in the polls. Um, And so this has caused uh, a lot of people to snap their heads and take notice until you look at the polling of unhappy people in Oregon. Now, really, uh, Oregon may be the only rival to California in terms of woke holes, a uh, percentage of woke holes in the population. Yes. And, and only 26% of the residents think the state is headed in the right direction. And um, in Portland, only 13% of the voters think the city was on the right track. Asked for their perceptions of downtown Portland, respondents frequently used words like destroyed, trashed, riots, and sad. And we told you last week there was a poll in San Francisco where two-thirds of the city uh, hates hates the mayor. uh, Three-quarters hates the Board of Supervisors. And these are in the most left-wing cities and states in the country. And these are Democrats getting polled. Now, this is the big test. Do the voting patterns finally change? Are, are, this are is they, one of the tests. You're right. You know, and, and, and California, certain parts of California and certain parts of Oregon is the big test. Because uh, the Democratic candidate for governor in Oregon used to be a, uh, a representative from Portland. Her name is Tina Kotek. Kotek represented a large part of Portland when she was the Speaker of the House in Oregon. So she was there as uh, Portland was destroyed. And now she's running for governor. Oregon has not had a Republican governor since 1982. Forty years. Apparently the fed-up co-founder of Nike, you may know the name Phil Knight because he's rich. He's given a million dollars to the Republican lady to win the election. Her name is Christine Drazen. She has a narrow lead in the polls. What's making this a little complicated is it is three people, and one of them is running and is independent, but was a Democrat named Betsy Johnson, and she's getting 11%. So Drazen has a five-point lead, but 11% is drained by Betsy Johnson. If it was a two-person race, could be that Kotek would be uh, ahead because she might get all 11%. She might not. It really could indicate a change that people want to see happen in that state. Something I don't think will ever happen here for a long time. Um, I mean, a year ago was a chance to recall Newsom, and that flopped. So now we have Newsom up for re-election, and that looks like a not going to happen. 
He's going to win. Well, we need better better Republican candidates, and we haven't had any in a long time. But sometimes if you get an eruption and you get a revolt like this in a state like Oregon, you know, these states do, like you said, they tend to line up together. Mm-hmm. Deep blue, Oregon, Washington, California. Human beings. You never know. Human it, could beings, be, it could be just we're a couple of years behind this. Human beings are prone to contagious behavior. They tend to have nervous breakdowns all at the same time. They jump on bandwagons at the same time. And we, we saw a lot of, like, contagious, psychotic behavior over the last couple of years. All the stupid rioting over one, uh, one murder by, in one police department. And then everybody carried on as if those, this goes on every day, everywhere. I mean, that whole thing was just a huge overreaction. And what happened? All these idiot political candidates ran on to fund the police, and they're getting their heads handed to them. And now everybody's running as fast as they can from defund the police because that's a stupid idea. You know, but for five five minutes, it was the really coolest thing to be pushing. Ooh, defund the police. Yeah, right. Crime hit record levels last year in Portland. I'm looking at a chart. Overall, crime was up 24 percent. I mean, it's not that big a city, but uh, they had 41,000 crimes compared to 34,000 the year before, particularly Big spikes in robbery and larceny. And that often is the homeless. They don't necessarily kill people. They sometimes kill each other. But they do need money. And then if you don't have consequences, don't they have another dopey DA up there? And I don't Oh, know yeah. No, they have dopey everything. They've, they've got dopey DAs, dopey mayors, dopey councils, dopey governor. I mean, the whole, the whole state is awash in stupid woke holes. Right. We saw and, last year Seattle made some changes. Uh, yeah. The new mayor is not a woke hole. No, they the got city a, council changed a bit. I don't I'm not hearing much about them anymore. In terms I think of they got a, they got a Republican city attorney. So criminal prosecution is uh, is, is a little is a little different. Yeah. I, I mean, because it's a failed experiment. Everything the woke holes represent is a failure. I, and I, I don't care what their theories are, their philosophy, whatever their excuses are. I don't care. We gave it a run for a few years. Horrible failure, disgusting failure, dangerous failure. Get out, out, out. Shut up and, you know, get out of the country. All right, when we come back, presidents past and present. Obama and Biden were in the news for reasons we're going to put on the John and Ken show. You'll find out. Uh, The chance to win some money is also coming up. The inflation bonus, the keyword contest is back. KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, uh, we're going to play you some audio that we think you'd like to hear. It's presidents past and present. We begin with old Joe, his little tour of uh, California. Spent a couple of days here last week uh, just trying to sap rich people out of some money in John's neighborhood. And then he made his way down to Orange County. But when he came to L.A. on Thursday and he was touring around with Karen Bass, remember that? They stopped into a taco joint uh, and looked like the, it was camera ready. Cameras were set up to record Biden walking in. with He was holding cash, I think, for the order that I guess they made from the car. Uh, tacos, quesadillas. And it sounds like a reporter wants a question answered by, oh, by Biden. And it is about California gas prices. Let's, let's listen to this audio. Have you seen gas prices around here in L.A.? It's seven bucks a gallon almost. Well, that's always been the case here. No, it's not. Nationwide, it came down about $1.35. And we're uh, still down over a dollar. But we're going to work on housing as the most important thing we have to do. Boy, there was so much nonsense in that. The rest of that is housing is the big, is the most important thing we have to do in terms of that. 
Hmm. Now, why would he conflate housing with gas prices? I'm not really sure. Uh, or did he say that oh, housing's a bigger problem? Uh, because he's senile. <laughs> I think so. That's the answer to all the uh, questions. <laughs> because the first thing he says is... Um, that's always been the case That's here. always been the case here, which is complete nonsense. Not that, $7 a gallon. No. no, that wasn't... And not this gap between us and other states, no, never this high. No, never had a two fifty gap. Never had $7 gas until uh, a few months ago. He doesn't really understand the question or care. No, he doesn't. He just lies. He really lies reflexively, And you think easily. some idiot on his staff would have said, "Don't?" they're probably going to ask you about gas prices. It's a big story in California. Well, $7 he, a gallon kind of thing. But he wouldn't. Really? He wouldn't, really? He wouldn't remember. It doesn't matter I what you not. tell him. They probably do well, tell him Well, you give him a little stuff. card. He can you know, pull out of his pocket a little card. They do. The gas card. Uh, they have taken <laughs> photographs and video of his cue cards when occasionally he addresses the press. Uh, and and he, he does have in big print what he's supposed to say, and oftentimes he, he just goes off on his own. Yeah. He's, and, and then he says, but we're going to work on housing is the big, is the most important thing we have to do in terms of that. So See, it was just a non sequitur line attached to his uh, gas price analysis. Oh, I think I kind of know what happened because you're right. His brain is a little frazzled. He's walking around with Karen Bass, right, who wants to be L.A. mayor. He was probably told, hey, homelessness, big story in L.A. Maybe you have to touch on housing. So when he got hit with the gas price question, he's like, oh, I'll just do the housing thing. Yeah, housing's a big thing we need to work on. No. You know, even when he was at his most uh, sane and lucid, he always said stupid stuff, lied a lot, exaggerated, told fake stories. He's one of these people that, that just tries to BS his way out of everything. Yeah, didn't Obama say that he'll he'll find a way to f it up? Yeah, no, he's a he's a dumb guy. <laughs> he is. He's just not very bright. I mean, he, oh, I read a, I read an article about him when he was younger. He thought he was hot stuff, and yeah. of course, you heard him talk about being Mr. Lifeguard. He's, he was kind of like the good-looking high school guy, and yeah, he's got a lot of bluster and ego, and that takes you a long way. But yeah, the, the, and his son got a lot of it. Yeah, that's Hunter right. Biden's the H- case. Hunter Biden, same thing. Well, I mean, look at look look how how stupid that guy is. <laughs> I mean, he actually recorded every horrible thing he's ever done and put it on a computer, and then lost track of the computer. I mean, all uh, those all those photos and videos of you, you see him you see of him like walking around naked and smoking crack. That's all right. from his computer. And some of that's, of course, in Joe too. You'll see this in our second bit of audio. He was at a campaign stop at Irvine Valley College on Friday. He was talking about plans to reduce inflation and lower drug costs. They stopped for photos with a young lady, put his arm on her shoulder, and this is part of the audio. Look at Dan. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. Okay. No what? No serious guys in your 30s. I'll keep that in mind. At least. I'm looking at the video. Yeah, he's got his arms on her shoulders. He's standing behind her. He's getting closer to talking to her ear. She's got this uncomfortable face where she's laughing, but her face looks like, ee. Well, who wants that 80-year-old face in your hair? Get him off of me. Where nope. did, oh, it was also like, where did that come from? Why is he suddenly telling me not to date until I'm 30? Or He's done that line before with no other No serious girls. guys to you, other, other girls that he, he has started to nuzzle. He has got a thing for young girls with long hair. Yeah, she's kind of blonde. Yeah, that's his type. 
because they, 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 they've it's got like light brown hair. They've got they've got. Yeah, she's pretty. Did you see her picture? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know what website this was. Was this a Daily Mail? I mean, they. I have this from the Post. Oh, the New well, York Post okay. has a picture of her and the video. Somebody whipped out. Their oh, cell it's phone. okay. It it. But there's a page. This is after, Irvine Valley Community I, College. Well, Ray printed this out, and he's got page after page of Biden hugging and sniffing other women. Oh, his his Over history, the, right? Yeah, his history of hugging and sniffing. Yeah. I mean, he. Oh. Yeah, and even, the post has the same thing. You have him hugging a campaign at a he, campaign he, event in twenty twenty. He even grew up the nun. He uh, <laughs> says here Biden hugging social justice advocate sister Simone Campbell at a Medal right. of Freedom event. She's got gray hair, and he's got his meaty paws all over her. Oh, I'm looking at a picture: Biden embracing AF, uh, AFL CIO President Liz Schuler during mm. a September eighth, twenty twenty one ceremony. Mm. She's got her. He's hugging her full, right, and pulling her close. They're both wearing masks, uh, yeah. but her arms are limp. They're just hanging down. There's yeah. no return hug. No, no. They're stiff. Like stiff. She, she's like rigid. she's a dead body. She's rigid, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, there's a, look at that. Look at this other picture. Biden sniffing Eva Longoria's hair. Oh, how about that? Burrowed his nose, and the nose is inside the hair. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, the and, post and, also has a, oh, I see that picture now. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Biden's also, oh, with Harvard graduate Madeline Smith at a 2014 White House event. He's got his nose on her forehead. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that You see, um, he's pulled another woman, uh, Danielle Robinson, uh, wife of a sergeant. And he's he, his cheek is rubbing the side of her head. Yeah, you got to um, get it while you can. And then... Uh, Another nose in the hair shot of him giving a hug to Haley Shooping. He, she got the Public Safety Officer Medal of Valor. Nice. Because her, her husband had died uh, as a police officer. Yes. Right. So, you know, he looks at these public events as a chance to uh, m- molest women. The voice of reason when it comes to the woke world, at least for the next five minutes when we play the audio, is former President Obama. He says the right things. We'll tell you what they are. John and Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, this just in to the John and Ken show. Today, Governor Gavin Newsom announced that the COVID-19 state of emergency in California will end on February 28th, 2023. <laughs> Today is October 17th, in case you're counting. Hang in there a few months. Four over four months? Why would you end it in February? He wants to phase it out. So it gives the healthcare system needed flexibility to handle any potential surge that may occur after the holidays in January and February. In addition to providing state and local partners the time to prepare for the phase out. I don't know. And set themselves. Oh, I hate this expression. Phase what set themselves out? up for success. What, what does all that mean? That's a, it's gibberish. It's, it's course. Well, it's newsome. Of course, it's gibberish. It's stupid, uh, wonky gibberish. And then he goes on this press release to talk about how they have been the best at fighting the pandemic. No, you. That's a lie. What a liar. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to have a debate next week. Brian Dolly, the Republican candidate, just should go liar, 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 liar. Keep that up for an hour. And pants on fire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah, because he is. He's and a complete liar. bring a little liar. pair of pants and set them on fire? That'd be cool. Well, like I just hope, 
I'm not expecting a whole lot, but I hope Dolly, somebody just goes for broke on this guy. He's such a, his policies are so bad and so destructive. He's such a loser. I mean, he can't keep coasting on his jawline and hair forever, can he? But how could he not be running for president? Half of this news release is comparing California to Texas and Florida again. He won't stop doing that. I guess he's sensitive over the criticism that people have, are leaving to they, go to those states. But why? Yes. The proof is people are leaving in great numbers to both of those states. It's a, two much more desirable states. Both of them have 0% tax rates. 0%. I, and, and they kept their schools open. All right, let's talk about uh, the former president, Barack Obama. Ever check out a podcast, Pod Save America? Who's in charge of that one, John? That is, that is, is four Obama staff members. Oh. Four left-wing little weenies, <laughs> and they have an incredibly large podcast audience, though. Every woke hole in America listens to them. Oh, well, that, he's... That, that's how they got the president. Well, he's... Uh... Kind of, let's start with cut four, because this is the first part I read over the weekend where he's explaining uh, how things may be going south for the Democrat Party. Let's listen. Look, I used to get into trouble whenever, as, as you know, you guys know well, whenever I got a little too professorial and, <laughs> you know, started when I was behind a podium as opposed to when I was in a crowd, there were times where I'd get, you know, uh, you know sound like I was given a bunch of policy gobbledygook. And that's not how people think about these issues. They, they think about them in terms of, you know, the life I'm leading day to day. How, how, how does politics even, how is it even relevant to, uh, you know, the things that I, I care most deeply about? My family, my kids, you know, work that gives me satisfaction, uh, you know, having fun. You know, not, you know, not not being a buzzkill, right? Uh, you know, that's so, a lesson for the Democratic. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes Democrats are right. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, sometimes people just want to not feel as if uh, they are walking on eggshells, uh, and 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 they want some acknowledgement that life is messy, and that all of us, at any given moment, uh, can, you know. Uh, say things the wrong way, you know, make mistakes. Um, Michelle talks uh, about her mother-in-law, or her mother, my mother-in-law, who is a, a extraordinary woman. But as Michelle points out, she's 86, you know, and sometimes, it, you know, trying to get the right phraseology when we're talking about issues, Michelle's like, that's like her trying to learn Spanish. It doesn't mean she shouldn't try to learn Spanish, but it means that sometimes she's not going to get the words right, uh, and that's okay, right? And 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 that attitude, I think, uh, of just being a little more real and a little more grounded is is something that I think makes a, goes a long way in in counteracting what is a systematic um, this the the systematic propaganda that I think is being pumped out by Fox News and all these other outlets all the time. Now, let's interpret this because he was really wonkish and full of too many you-knows, and then he has his giggling sycophants there. He has, he's not a great speaker without a script. He's not, but he is living in the real world now that he's not president. I realize it's still a rich world, but he's understanding things. I don't think he understood when he was inside the White House and Washington bubble. 
which is that people do care about inflation and crime. They don't want to hear about all your nonsense inside Washington politics stuff. I mean, we have another clip here where he's basically telling people from his party's perspective, just ignore Trump and don't get caught up in all this stupid. But but what what he talked about here is really important. And, and, you know, it's for that walking on eggshells part. That's the cancel culture. Enough with microanalyzing and getting outraged or expressing fake outrage over things people say. Stop it. You don't. Nobody wants to live in this totalitarian culture where there are moron woke people on Twitter get to control who lives and who dies. Nobody wants to live this way. It's awful. It's awful. And all the snitches, you know, a lot of people, I, I know a lot of people, they said they're afraid to talk at work. That's another thing. It's another reason people don't want to go in the office because you're not allowed to joke around anymore. You're not allowed to say anything because there'll be some snitch that'll report you. And it's it's oppressive. It's awful. Let's play and, uh, cut two. The thing that I think sometimes we uh, seem to make mistake on is um, his behavior can be so outrageous. This and is now, Trump. Um, folks who try to copy him uh, and his outrageous behaviors get a lot of attention. And so we join that game. And we spend enormous amounts of time and energy and resources pointing out the latest crazy thing he said or uh, you know the how rude or mean you know some of these Republican candidates behaved. That's probably not something that that um, in the minds of most voters overrides their basic interests. Can I pay the rent? What are there gas prices? Of course. How am I dealing with? child care, et cetera, right? And I think we saw in 2016, understandably, because we hadn't seen some of that behavior before, we thought, well, if we point that if, out, if, that'll if, be if it. we point that out, that's going to be enough. Yeah, and yeah. it was and not you, enough. And you know what? Because you, people were listening to Trump when he was speaking to them about the problems that the country was having, right? And you know what? You could put all those social issues that they obsess on. Nobody wants to hear about abortion all day and night every day. Nobody wants to hear about transgender politics every day. I mean, the stuff that's pushed by these woke holes is just annoying and exhausting. And well, if they get the stuff- smack we think they're going to get next month because people care about inflation and crime, then that's going to probably calm that down. Because I, I, in their inner circle, they think that this is important. Well, stuff. you know what? It just be, They're grossly disconnected because they got sucked into a political cult where things like transgender and, and abortion is the, are the most important issues to their gods. But what I saw in one poll was 44% of the people said the economy and inflation are the most important. Only 5% said abortion. The idea that, this, that the election was going to turn on that Supreme Court ruling was complete nonsense. But it was hyped up by this, this cheerleading woke media all summer long because it was the only hope the Democrats had. Because every other issue that that Biden has uh, put his uh, old sweaty paws on has been a disaster. Everything is a disaster right now in this country. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Yeah, coming up at 420, you will have another chance at some money, just like you heard there in that inflation bonus promotion there. That's when we're doing it, around 420. Uh, We got one more clip from Obama. It's probably worth playing 
I'm looking at a story now, though, that uh, First Lady Jill Biden tore into White House staffers after they failed to cut off Biden's second solo press conference in January. Well, this story took this long to come out, I guess, when her husband kept taking questions, even as then-Secretary Jen Psaki signaled to the president to wrap it up. I guess she thought they should have pulled him out of there. Did something embarrassing well, happen at that news conference? Well, it, it's the fear at any moment. Be- because she, Yeah, that the real brain problems are going to come out. See, while the rest of the world plays pretend, she knows that he's shot because she has to care for him all day and night, right? No. Nah. So she's the one who finds him wandering around in his underwear, you know, in the kitchen at 2 in the morning, trying to brush his teeth. I mean, he... he so she's afraid every extra unnecessary minute he's going to do something that really is going to end his presidency. Oh, it says here, the news conference became notorious because Biden suggested, remember, this is January of 2021, that Russia would only face a muted U.S. response for a minor incursion into Ukraine and predicting that Vladimir Putin would be able to prevail over time in Kiev. Oh, that didn't really turn out to be the case. Huh? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, it, it, it's stuff that nobody does because it's, you, you don't know. Well, this is January 2022. I said 21. This is this year. Yeah. When, when, when presidents blurt out stuff like that, it really could have an effect, a life and death effect on, on, on the direction of the war and what Putin decides to do or not, depending on if he gets offended or if he wants to say, yeah, I'm going to show you or whatever, whatever. It's like you just shut up. That's the number one thing about being a diplomat is don't say anything unless you have to. And if you do say something, you don't say anything incendiary, something that could be misinterpreted. And and so, the, the, I mean, anybody who's not like a, a partisan idiot or a wokehead is probably scared to death to have him speak at any time to anyone. All right, let's play this uh, last clip we have from uh, Obama. Former President Obama's on this podcast, Pod Save America. First clips we played, he was in a very quiet fashion trying to say, God, the woke cancel culture, that's not cutting it with the American people. Their daily lives are things like inflation and crime, and they don't want to hear about all this inside stuff. And uh, walking on eggshells is what he said. And then he says they're like a buzzkill, a lot of people in the party, because they're always trying to cancel other people and not, you know, liking other people's speech. Uh, in this clip, uh, this is kind of uh, true for what's going on with L.A., and the city council and the whole nonsense because the whole redistricting thing was about identity politics. How can I get more seats for my people? Here is Obama. He's not talking about that here, but he's talking about identity politics. Let's listen. I think where we get into trouble sometimes is when we try to suggest that uh, some groups are more uh, because they historically have been victimized more um that somehow they have a status that's different than other people and that we're going around scolding folks if they don't use exactly the right phrase or you know that that, that identity politics becomes the principal uh, uh lens through which we view you know uh, our our various uh, political uh challenges and to me, uh, I think that that, for a lot of average folks, ends up feeling as if you're not speaking to me and my concerns, or for that matter, my kids' concerns and their future. Uh, it feels 
as if I'm being excluded from that conversation rather than brought into the conversation. Uh, and so that's something that, that, you know, we all have to be uh, mindful of and cautious about. But when he, did he turn it to Tony Villar? He's, I mean, he's absolutely right, but that was a It's painful to listen to. You're right. If you actually crunch it together, yeah. <laughs> the point is identity politics just, it's my group, it's, it's tribal, it leaves other it people sucks. out. It sucks. It, 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 every, everybody normal hates it. It just absolutely sucks. I mean, I, this, is, this is what the 1950s were like when they were hunting for communists, when they had McCarthyism and people lost their careers. Uh, they, they lost jobs and they were disgraced publicly because there was often uh, a, a, an incorrect suspicion that they were connected to the Communist Party in some way or they went to a Communist Party meeting when they were very young. And, and, and Joe McCarthy led that witch hunt in the 1950s, and it ruined a lot of careers in Hollywood of performers and writers and directors. And, you know, we, uh, 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 that wasn't my era, but I would read about it, and I'd say, my God, how did that happen? How could everyone get caught up in that crazy witch hunt atmosphere? And now we're watching it happen right in front of us. Woody Allen said that the other day. He said people are going to look back a few years from now the same way they look at McCarthyism and say, what was going on here? Why did people act like that? All right, we got more coming up. Don't forget your chance to win some money. That's right, our inflation bonus is around 420. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.